Welcome to Text on Air, the Deloitte podcast. Today we are going to talk about VAT, of course, and travel. Unfortunately, not from a traveler's perspective, but from the point of view of businesses supplying travel services, since the German tax authorities have changed their opinion on VAT rules applicable to tour operators or travel agents from outside the EU. Even though it has recently been announced that this shall only apply as of 1st of January 2022, this will affect many businesses and needs time to prepare. Therefore, I invited two VAT specialists to talk about and look at this from different angles. Here to speak for the German point of view is my colleague Christian Möser, who is working in our Berlin practice and has specialized in indirect tax. Hello Christian, good to have you here. Hello Inga. And I'm very happy that also here with us is Tom Walsh, a partner in our Deloitte UK practice who has specialized in indirect tax as well and is going to give us an insight into the UK point of view. Hi Tom, thank you for joining us today. Hi Inga, my pleasure. Usually the German tax authorities are known for sharing their opinions in an extensive way. End of January, they have published a circular adding just a single short sentence to the VAT application decree, which constitutes binding guidelines for the German tax authorities. However, this single sentence has a huge impact and raises many more VAT questions among tour operators and advisors as well. Christian, you are an expert in the field of TOMS, the tour operator margin scheme. Could you let us in on the background a little? What are the special VAT rules for travel agents in Germany? The uh, German TOMS is based on European VAT law and it is a special VAT regime for all businesses buying in and reselling accommodation, transport and other supplies in connection with traveling, such as catering, sightseeing or assistance by a tourist guide. So if a business is buying in and reselling these supplies in its own name, the special TOMS VAT routes apply. And what exactly does that mean? The idea of TOMS is to simplify VAT handling of travel supplies by treating a bundle of supplies provided to the same person as a single supply. For that single supply, the TOMS implies special rules for the place of supply on the wall and the calculation of the VT due based on a margin on the other. As for the place of supply, as a general rule, the place of supply has to be determined for each supply individually and it can vary depending on whether it is a B2B or a B2C supply. For instance, for accommodation services, the place of supply depends on the housing. Under TOMS, all of these travel services supplied as a bundle to one recipient are deemed to be a single supply of service and the place of supplies where the supplier operates his business. So that basically means that the tour operators benefit from this scheme by not having to register for VAT in the country of the travel destination or the country where the recipient is located if he's a private consumer. Exactly. The second benefit results from a simplification regarding the calculation of the VT. Normally, a registered business accounts for VT on the full price of his supplies and can reclaim the VT charged on purchases. Under TOMS, the operator accounts for VT on the difference between the amount he receives from his customer and the amount he pays his suppliers. That is the margin 
Detoberate is making on his travel supplies. If I remember correctly, Germany has been criticized in the past by the EU for not accurately implementing the rules. Is this still the case? You are right. Um, the German rules deviated from the EU VAT directive in terms of the calculation of the margin and the applicability of terms in B2B cases. But this has been remedied. The German law has been amended as of the 1st January 2019 already. So what is in 2021? In what aspects have the German tax authorities changed their opinion on TOMS? As you mentioned earlier, they published a short circular stating that TOMS does not apply to businesses established outside the European Union and not having a permanent establishment within the European Union. That means that for the VT treatment of travel services, we fall back to general principles for the place of supply as well as for the calculation of the VT due and input VT deduction. And what are the implications for tour operators established outside the EU doing business in Germany? The crucial question is whether the services supplied in a bundle can still be considered a single supply from an economic point of view. Only if this is the case, the place of supply can be determined uniformly for all services of the bundle, similar to TOMS. If none or only some of these services can be considered a single supply, several BT registrations in different countries might be necessary, especially in the case of B2C supplies. Thank you, Christian, for this overview of the situation in Germany. That sounds complicated, though. But before we take a deep dive and talk about practical implications for tour operators established in the UK, Tom, maybe you could also let us in on the current Tom situation in the UK. Do special rules reflecting the European model still exist after Brexit? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, so yes, they do, uh, Inga. So before Brexit, so before the 31st of December uh, 2020, the, the UK had implemented the EU Tom's rules um, uh, in full. These rules do still apply after the 1st of January 2021, so, so we do have TOMS in the UK. And in most respects, that continues the fundamental EU principles regarding the place of supply and the calculation of the TOMS margin. So that means that for travel services supplied by UK tour operators, the place of supply is still in the UK, provided the TOMS conditions are met. Would that not lead to double taxation? Ah, yes, so it, it, it may seem like it on, on the face of it, and, and I think there's an argument that, that it does. But interestingly, um, the UK tax authorities have confirmed that the margin on designated travel services supplied by a tour operator established in the UK will be zero rated where that underlying product uh, is in the EU. So that broadly corresponds to the treatment of supplies that uh, took place outside of the EU before Brexit. We have this rule in Germany as well. If uh, the services walked in take place in a country outside the European Union, the travel services are exempt from VT and the tour operator has the right to deduct input VT on inputs. So these are the same VT consequences than zero rating in the UK. 
interesting. Does that mean that a UK established business rendering travel services that take place in Germany could be obliged to register in Germany because TOMS is no longer applicable and would at the same time have to apply TOMS to its services in the UK? Yeah, exactly. That's certainly my understanding. So there would essentially be two places of supply for uh, fundamentally the same supply, albeit that because of the zero rating in the UK, uh, no double taxation at a positive rate of VAT should apply. Yeah, that said, if, if the tour operator is actually required to register for VAT in Germany, then clearly the bookkeeping position will need to reflect the dual VAT treatment, so a zero-rated supply under TOMS in the UK and a supply tax that, I guess, a positive rate and maybe the standard rate in Germany. Yes, most services will be taxed at the German standard rate of 19% except for accommodation, catering and some cultural services which are subject to the reduced rate of 7%. And the interesting thing from my perspective is that that, that same level of uncertainty um, might well apply with other EU member states. Um, you know, it's clear from our experience that there's no harmonization for TOMS uh, across the EU in terms of firstly the categories of supply that should be subject to the margin scheme um, and then also whether the place of supply rule regarding the place of establishment only applies to businesses established in the EU or not. Um, and so for UK-based tour operators or, or even more broadly UK-based principles that buy in and resupply designated travel products this is a really big challenge, um, and not only in relation to, to bookkeeping, but, but also managing different VAT treatments within the EU, um, especially if, as in the case uh, in Germany, it's not clear, both from a legislative perspective and also a tax authority interpretation perspective, how to treat travel services uh, from, a, from a VAT accounting analysis perspective. That sounds indeed quite complicated and we have not even talked about the practical implications for UK-based tour operators in Germany. Um, Christian, could you maybe give us an example to make it better understandable? Yes, of course. Let us say you are a tour operator established uh, in the UK and you sell a river cruise on the river Elbe or the Danube including accommodation and catering aboard the vessel, as well as guided tours of cities or castles on the way. All services are booked in. Uh, from a German point of view under TOMS, this was a bundle of travel services for which the place of supply was in the UK, independent of whether it was supplied B2B or B2C. Yeah, and as discussed um, earlier, in the UK, the tour operator will, will still have to declare uh, a supply of services from a UK VAT reporting perspective under TOMS, uh, which is now zero rated. Now in uh, Germany, under normal VT rules, the accommodation and catering aboard are treated as ancillary services that follow the VAT treatment of the transport service. So guided sightseeing tours would presumably not be part of the single supply or ancillary to the principal supply. So the tour operator would be required to register for VT purposes in every country in which the vessel is passing through 
and in which guided sightseeing tours are provided. So there are no detailed guidelines yet? Correct. As far as we heard, the tax authorities work on a more comprehensive circular, but it's not clear what the contents will be and when it will be published. Somehow it seems that the tax authorities were not aware of the extensive consequences of their circular. You mentioned earlier that the non-application of TOMS also affects the calculation of VAT. It does. Under TOMS, no input VT deduction is allowed, and the VT is calculated based on the difference between consideration received and expenses paid. Under general rules, input VT deduction is allowed in the scope of the VT returns that have to be filed, and the travel services are subject to VT based on the price received by the customers to each of the travel services. Do you consider this an advantage or a disadvantage for tour operators based in the UK compared to those based in the EU? I guess economically it should be neither an advantage nor a disadvantage even if they have to charge VT on their travel services the calculation should be the same compared to the margin. And I think the most challenging part will be uh, for businesses to determine the correct VAT treatment in Germany and other countries as well. So thinking about your example from earlier for a cruise on, on the Danube, um, other jurisdictions will need to be taken into account uh, uh, as well as Germany, which may mean more VAT registrations, it may mean a real mix of whether TOMS does or doesn't uh, apply. And, and coupled with that, we, we know that the reality of the travel industry is that there are typically a number of different parties in any given supply chain. So, you know, when one is required to consider a combination of the location and establishment of the supplier, uh, as well as any intermediaries, um, the nature of the underlying supplies, whether a party is acting as agent or principal, and also whether supply is B2B or B2C, all in order to determine the VAT accounting treatment, then, then I think you can see quite quickly just how complicated the VAT accounting position will become. And to my mind, that, that is far from being uh, aligned to the underlying intention behind TOMS, which, which was, of course, all about simplification. Yes, indeed. In the end, the VT treatment has to be determined individually for each business model and each jurisdiction. So it seems to be true what they say, a small leak will sink a great ship. Thank you very much, Christian and Tom, for your insights. This was most interesting. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. And to our listeners, we will of course keep you updated on current developments and I hope to talk to Christian and Tom again after a new circular has been published.